Hi everyone, and welcome back to the COD Pod. This episode is one in a series of bonus content where we play the Rick and Morty starter campaign, Big Rick Energy. We used this campaign as a test for how we wanted to set up our eventual podcast that you guys are hopefully now familiar with. The audio quality is is terrible, but the jokes, those are top-notch. Big shout-out to our special guests, Mikey Cristofanelli and Colin Campbell. Uh, We hope you guys all get a few laughs from this wacky and wild take of Big Rick Energy. Enjoy. You guys just finished a short rest um, in the treasure room. Yep. And there is Mm -hmm. a door that you came came in and a door on the opposite side of the room. Okay. Um... Well, let's go through the door on the opposite side of the room. Okay. You guys go in. Um, and a pair of perfectly rounded stone mounds, cleft artfully straight down the middle, fills this room. It looks a lot like a butt from where you're standing. Something shiny glints near the ceiling, about four feet above what can only be described as this huge butt. Just calling it like I see it, folks. Uh, Slippery Stairs walks up and starts slapping the butt. Nice. Hey guys, uh, look how I tapped that ass! You see that it's polished stone that gleams in the light. Uh, huh. Okay. Polished stone. Um, like a marble or something? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, just so you know, you also see that there is another door on the other side of the room. Well, I'm kind of scared to walk across this room because his butt would probably shit on us. Yeah, we did see the mouth talk, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it stands to reason. <clears throat> um, I'd like to make a perception check to see if there's a butthole. Uh, you can go ahead and make a perception check, yeah. There's definitely a butthole math on the screen. <laughs> it's an 11. Uh, yeah, that's enough to see that there's not an actual hole. I mean, just just a nice nice crack right down the middle. Okay. I guess uh, slippery, slippery stairs will uh, start walking towards the other door. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. Do we want to just go through? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we, if we can get there unharmed. Yeah, you, you can cross the room, and you get to the door, and you I think you guys maybe look back, and you uh, you see the glint again of something shiny at the top. Yeah, it's probably nothing. Uh, yeah, it's probably nothing. Let's, let's continue. Okay. You guys continue uh, through the door, and there is a hall that branches off one pathway to the right and one pathway to the left. Yeah, maybe we should split up. I want to try the right door. Right, it's tight. Yeah, let's, yeah, I'll go right with you guys. I want to go to the right. I don't know what they want to do. Okay. Well, what have we here? Designs carved in relief on the floor. From above, you realize that these designs are actually dozens of tiny hallways connected to tiny rooms. Some have teensy treasure chests, while others feature tiny traps that would have trouble catching a mouse. But it's not mice these traps are after, then trail off dramatically. Sorry, that was a note to myself. I shouldn't have read that out loud. (laughs) Yeah, so you you guys, you know, you make a quick uh, inspection of the room and it makes a couple facts clear uh, this room is filled with a top drawn view of a minuscule scale dungeon and an adventuring party comprised of a tiny cleric a tiny fighter a tiny rogue and a t- tiny wizard 
cheerfully slog their way through the tiny dungeon. And it's uh, like super cute. Lying on the stone floor outside the minuscule dungeon are several carved wooden figurines, a green dragon, an ogre, a spider, and a zombie. What do you guys do? Okay. I mean, so these, these, these adventurers are like currently going through this dungeon. Like we can see their advancement through the dungeon. Yep. And they're making their way through cheerfully and uh, uh, getting pretty close to what you would consider the end of the dungeon. Yeah, I'm going to drop this zombie right in front of them. <laughs> the zombie uh, ferociously attacks the tiny uh, adventurers and uh, the little adventure party does battle. So I think that... The wizard gets tackled by the zombie to start the fight. It seems like he's about to die, but his companions are able to rip the zombie off of his body and and slay it. Okay, what were the other monsters? An ogre, a spider, and a dragon? That is correct. Okay, move the ogre and the spider in their fucking way now. Okay, you drop them in front, and they're in the midst of trying to heal their uh, companion when the ogre and spider... Are you trying to get a kill? <laughs> I'm trying to kill these motherfuckers. The, the spider, the spider uh, wraps its web around the fallen companion and drags it away while the ogre bashes them relentlessly with his club. Um, and uh, the figurines break apart and turn to dust and disappear. One of the miniature treasure chests pop open. What do you do? Uh, I look up at the sky or the ceiling and say, uh, I am God now, motherfucker. (laughs) And uh, I try to take whatever treasure's in there. Okay, you see a miniature wand and you you grab it. Great. So we can't go through this door? uh, Which door? The one that's like right in front of the, right right in front of this, this playing game board or what? No, you can go through the door. You can go through the next door. Yeah. But you have a tiny wand that you don't know what it does. Do you want to maybe make a check to see if you can figure it out? Yeah, I suppose I'd be. I'd be I can't okay. check. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good idea. I got an eighteen. Oh yeah, you definitely know. Uh, so this is a tiny wand of magic missile. Oh um, nice. I like it. So <laughs> it'll uh, basically give you an ex- like a magic missile whenever you want it. Okay, so I have an extra magic missile, basically. Yep, but you're going to roll every time uh, because uh, it has a 50% chance of breaking, uh, disappearing. Great, okay. Okay. I mean, do you guys have anything else to do in this room? What else is in this room? Uh, It's just this uh, miniature dungeon. Um, There's a spider feasting on the the corpse and an ogre cheering in the middle and a tiny green dragon that's uh, not moving on the outside of the... uh, Okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay. You guys go to the next room. Yeah, why don't you guys go ahead and level up? And we're back. Did you guys take new spells or anything of import you want to... Uh, not really. I can have one more prepared spell, and so can Mikey, yeah. but it's not really of interest. Okay. Um, my level two allows me to take my first spell, so I am now able to spell cast. Awesome. As well as I have a new fighting style. Ooh, okay. allows me to provide more protection. So. Very cool. Okay, um, so you guys are at the next door, and what are you doing? Um, I mean, let's let's go th- let's go through it, I guess. Okay, so this room is odd shaped, and totally white. The walls, the floor, the ceiling, everything, except the four doors and a stressed out looking lady seated at a cheap desk across the room. She's writing furiously on paper. How about parchment? She's got an inkwell and a quill pen. How's that for immersion? A second after the door is opened, the room elongates until it's 100 feet long with her at the end. As she writes, you see the door you just walked in disappear, followed by the door to the left of that 
followed by the next door, and finally the final door. So we're just stuck in this room with this old fucking lady. You are in a room with a with a woman at a desk a uh, hundred feet away. Okay, sure. I, I have a feeling I know how this is gonna go. I guess let's. Uh, I'm I'm gonna walk towards the lady. Yeah, I'll follow you. Okay. Dookie dookie. And are you guys being at all sneaky, or are you just just walking forward? Nope, just straight walking. Yeah, let's just walk forward. <laughs> You're walking forward and see what happens. Um, hmm. Roll for initiative. <laughs> so a uh, a pipe descends from the ceiling. Two Sturgis fly out of it. They dive towards you guys, and simultaneously some sick-ass beats uh, fill the room. Um, <laughs> Sl- slippery Stairs starts dancing. Nice. I need you all to uh, make a wisdom check real quick. Slippery Stairs, you don't need to make this check. Fuck yeah. You're already dancing. <laughs> uh, I got an eight. Okay. Uh, you start dancing. Hey. Kier Bravin, what'd you get? I got a 17. A 17. All right. You, uh... Quell the urge to start dancing and uh, roll for initiative. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> the dancing's not a good thing. Oops! I got uh, a eleven. Eleven. Okay. Slippery stairs. I got a eight. Okay. Rocky Hubbard. I got a five. Five. All right. So these two are gonna swoop down on you, and one is going to attempt to attack Rocky Hubbard. With his uh, with his suction syringe attack, so he is going to uh, roll a six, which I am assuming does not hit. It does not. Okay, so that misses, and the second one is going to fly down and attack slippery stairs, and that is a seventeen. That's a hit. That's a hit. All right, he plunges his uh, little stabby beak into you, and sucks out five uh, five points of damage of life force from you. Oh, didn't like that. It is Kier Bravin's turn. What do you do? How many guys are there? There's just two. Two. Suppose I will do burning hands. Okay. So they're flying around. It's a 15-foot cone. So as oh, long okay. as they're in that radius, they're getting fucking hit. So so yes, they are. Uh, one of them is like sucking on, uh, no homo, sucking on slippery stairs like a mosquito right now uh, you're about to fucking roast me brother fine um i'll use magic missile on them so i can be accurate okay the one on benji and one on the other one all right roll damage all right what is the damage on that benji it's a 1d4 plus one per per missile uh so four per missile so if i got a three then it'd be plus one mm-hmm. but you have to roll for each missile oh that's, that's, uh, at least that's how we've been doing it. Yeah, you have to roll per missile, yeah. All right, that's a two. So four, okay. two, and four. All right. Uh, they both uh, explode when struck by your magic missiles. And you have you have bested them. And uh, the woman at the end of the hall, you know, she overhears the commotion and turns around and she says, uh, Hey, um, listen, guys, I am under a ton of pressure to finish writing this part of the dungeon. I'm really behind and I haven't finished this room yet. So do you guys mind just dying or not coming over here so I can finish this okay? Are you guys okay with that? How far is this lady from us? How far is this lady? She is 80 feet in front of you. Okay. All right, I rush 30 because that's my movement speed. You do not rush 30. You make it 20 feet and... Well, all the all the doors are gone in this fucking room, aren't they? You guys are all going to move together with this. 
Yes. Yes, I'm just I'm just curious as to like how that how the room looks. Her at the end of the door. Everything's all white. There's no more doors in this room. They all disappeared. Not that you see. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the the fact you know that that you rushed her, um, she now looks pretty angry and uh, she starts furiously writing on the desk. Oh and, boy. Um, oh wait. Um, oh, <laughs> I got I got something. Okay. Something that could reach her. Okay, well, you guys already rushed forward, so so you see her writing, and you see that um, the ceiling starts to crack apart. Five-foot diameter chunks of the ceiling start falling at regular intervals. Kier Bravin, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as a rock uh, falls towards your uh, towards your head. Fifteen. Fifteen, all right. You dive out of the way and avoid this chunk of ceiling. Okay. And uh, it is your guys' turn. Uh, you are now about 60 feet away from her. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost in her direction. Okay, go ahead. That's a natural 20. That is a natural 20. Okay, uh, that did you roll with disadvantage? No, I didn't. Yeah, you have to roll with disadvantage because you're dancing. That's an 18. Okay, that hits her. How much damage? Five damage. Okay, she gets a little frosty on the shoulder and she says, Damn, that's cold. I'm going to have to write myself a jacket. And she scribbles and a uh, thick leather coat appears around her shoulders. I cast sleep. <laughs> okay, how does that how does that work? So it, it's a, I get to choose a point within 90 feet of me, and within that point, this spell sends creatures into a magical slumber, roll 5d8, uh, the total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range or affected in ascending order of their current hip. Interesting. Okay. So is uh, you just roll yeah. to see if her maximum hit, hit points exceed your, yes. your roll? Okay. Go ahead. All right. That is going to be 20. It does not put her to sleep. You see her uh, head start to droop towards the table and she, she kind of shakes it off and scribbles something really sloppily on the paper. And, uh, a uh, piping hot cup of coffee uh, appears next to her and she chugs it down and she stays awake. <laughs> I would like to just keep walking forward. Okay. You guys keep moving forward. See her still riding vigorously and you can make it about another 20 feet when... So I'm at 40 feet now? You're about 40 feet away. That is correct. Creepy mouths form on every surface in the room. They're jerks. They start shouting things like, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Hubbard! Uh, why is your sword so small? <laughs> and another mouth said, uh, magic missile. How about a, how about a spell that takes some skill? They are making fun of your, uh, your intelligence and, uh, and your strength and how small your muscles are. We're going to need Rocky Hubbard to make a dexterity saving throw as a rock comes crumbling down from the ceiling. Oh, got an 11. An 11. Okay. Yeah. This one smashes into your shoulder and kind of drops you down to one knee and you take uh, three points of bludgeoning da damage and the mouth say <laughs> you can't even dodge a rock idiot this mouth's kind of a dick yeah. <laughs> you guys are 40 feet away you guys are 40 feet away what do you do i am going to chuck a fucking firebolt at this bitch now okay do it that's a natural 20. <laughs> Gotta roll with disadvantage, though. Yeah, that's so bullshit. You're still bit, you're dancing your way down the halls. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Well, have I, <laughs> I haven't been given the opportunity to change, like, to check, like, make a saving throw on that. 
I know. You're really digging the vibe. Do I not get an opportunity to do that? Doesn't seem like it. Oh, that's some fucking shit. All right. Dude, this this beat is just sick. It, just... it better be the sickest fucking beat. You guys can try and call it, like, shut your ears, probably. Nah, the beat's too sick, bro. At no point do you want to cover your ears. Like, you want this golden melody just flowing across your eardrums. Silky smooth. Uh, okay, so does she take half damage from the fire? No, I just miss. Okay, you just missed. Yeah. Um, here, Bravin, what's your uh, what's your play? Oh, it's mine. Um, so how far? You guys are forty feet away. Yeah, but do do we think we can kill her? I mean, she's got more than what was it twenty? Uh, um, hey, here, Bravin, why don't you use a mage hands and take that fucking pen out of her hand? Okay. <laughs> I use mage hands to try and take that pen out of her hand. Uh, what's the, uh, distance on Mage Hand? Oh, shit, it's only 30 feet. Damn. You gotta get closer. Can I, can I use my magic missiles on the pin? <laughs> I mean, you're 40 feet away, but you get the feeling that is a super nice pen. And it's probably, it's probably got a lot of hit points. Just, just from how well-crafted it is. And, you know, you're, you're so far away, you're just in, in awe of this pen. Probably worth taking. That is a nice, that is a nice pen. Yeah, I, right. I guess let's just move forward unless you've got something you want to do, uh, Mr. Hubbard. No, I can be last resort. That's a javelin. Yeah, I'll I'll take the lead. Yeah, it seems like we should move forward. Okay, slippery stairs. Make a dexterity saving throw as a rock comes crushing down towards your head. Thirteen. You get smashed right in the face, and the mouths on the wall just go. Nana nana boo boo, you're an idiot. <laughs> and you take three points of bludgeoning damage. And I would like for uh, Kier Bravin to make a wisdom saving throw. I got an eight. <laughs> eight. Okay, so these mouths are really, you know, starting to hurt your feelings. And you can feel yourself kind of like turtling into your shell and, and starting to be really self-conscious about, you know, the size of your magic wand and uh, and the cantrips that you are able to use. And until the end of your next turn, you know, for your next turn, you have disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks. Or any other rolls you make. Attack rolls or ability checks. Yeah, just dis disadvantage on everything. Okay. For your next turn. As you guys are rushing forward, you s at the last, the last possible second, uh, Rock E Hubbard uh, sees a small uh, outline on the floor of a of a rectangle, and uh, it's right below him, and it pops up, and a goblin pops out, and punches him in the growing, uh, or tries to. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oof, it's a six. A six. Okay, you get punched right in the groin, and you take three points of... Uh, of, of groin damage? Groin damage, yeah. <laughs> Bludgeoning blood uh, damage. He disappears down through the door, um, and it, it vanishes, uh, and there's no line or anything else. Uh, you, you hear a slippery stairs say, When do I get my hand job? The writer says, Wow, you guys are getting really close. This is a... Uh, I'm running out of ideas. Um, okay, here's one. And I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Another one? Another one. Oh, God. I got a four. Oh, I got a nat 20. Nice. I got a 15. All right. And those are with disadvantage here, Brian. Oh, hold on. My bad. I got a 15. All right. Uh, <laughs> Slippery Stairs is enveloped in a green portal that takes him back to the beginning of the room. That 
totally sucked. Kier Bravin and E Hubbard are 20 feet away from the rider, and it is Kier Bravin's turn. All right. I guess I try to use Mage Hand on the pin. Uh, okay. Do it. What do I have to do? What is Mage Hand? There, there is no role for that. You just do it. Okay. I use Mage Hand on the pin. Cause she's she's got a pretty good grip on it. Why don't we do an opposed strength check to see if you can pull it out of her hand? All right. All right. You ready? Would I, so I'd use a, a strength modifier. Yep. Just a d20 here. Yep. D20 yeah. plus your strength modifier. All right, it's zero. So I got 15. Do I need to roll again for disadvantage? You do need to roll yeah. again for disadvantage. All right. I got a fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, ouch! So you, uh, you, uh, <laughs> you try and use Mage Hand, and it's just so weak that it barely moves the pen, and it actually adds to what she's writing. The floor starts to uh, rock and sway back and forth. So I need everyone to make a uh, dexterity saving throw as as the floor sends out a ripple from where she's standing. All thanks Cuts. to Kier Bravin's doo doo Mage Hand. <laughs> got an eight. All right. Uh, I, I got a thirteen. I got a seven. You are all knocked prone. Okay. And it is uh, Slippery Stairs' turn. I'll use half of my movement to stand up. Yep. <clears throat> and I'm how far away from this bitch? 100 feet. Yeah, I'm going to throw a fucking fireball at her, which has a range of 120 feet. Okay. Roll an attack with disadvantage. Because you're still... Because I'm still dancing. Sick beats. Was I dancing while I was laying on the ground, just fucking jamming out, like fucking warming it yeah, on the you ground? Yeah, you were doing the worm, and you know what? I think you <laughs> wormed forward five feet because your worm was that. Oh quick. hell so yeah! You're only ninety-five feet away. That's that's sweet. Okay. <laughs> that's a seventeen a to 17. hit with disadvantage. That hits. Okay. This bitch takes one d ten. All right, do it. That's six damage. Alrighty, she takes it. Rocky Hubbard. Um, and we're what, twenty feet away? Uh, yes, you are twenty feet away, but you are prone. prone. Yep. So I have to spend half my movement to get up. Correct. So you have fifteen feet to move, I believe. But you can attack within five. I'll do that, and I'm gonna walk up, but I'm not gonna attack. I'm gonna flash my shield, which is what I've got my. What is what is this called? symbol of faith maybe it's a re yeah it's a reliquary it's a holy symbol and i want to i'm going to try to persuade her to stop fighting us okay i say why don't you why don't you say i want to say why don't you me and the big man upstairs <laughs> talk this out okay make a persuasion I, roll all right and it's a sweet 22 a 22 wow and she turns and she says listen man I get where you're coming from, and I want I want to <laughs> I want to do that. And maybe if you did this successfully two more times, I would. But I really need to. Uh, I I made a, I made a commitment, and with only one successful persuasion check, I don't think I can. Okay. <laughs> God's not gonna be happy with that. <laughs> but you know what? If if you got me with two more, I would for sure throw down my pen. Okay. Okay, and it's her turn. So five ants uh, crawl out of the cracks surrounding uh, slippery stairs, and uh, <laughs> you need to make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Why disadvantage? 
because you're dancing. But I feel like that would give me advantage because I'm already moving. Okay, roll with advantage. Cool. That's a 19. Okay. Nothing happens. I step on those fucking ants. Okay. Um, one million ants come pouring out of the ground, gathering <laughs> into a massive solid swarm. And uh, they lay oh. down a oh, big boy. fucking big boy <laughs> attack on uh, Slippery Stairs. And let's see what happens. Slippery Stairs done oh, fucked oh, up. Um... <laughs> Uh, does a 15 hit? Um, just barely. Okay, uh, how much health do you have, just out of curiosity? Uh, a whopping seven points. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, Slippery Stairs just died. Um, he's <laughs> not looking good. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you roll for me, okay? I need you to do 7d10. Holy fucking shit. And then add 21 to whatever that is. Are you serious? I am I am absolutely fucking serious. Okay. Dude. Okay. So you straight up murdered Slippery Stairs, uh, and I have no option to save myself. All right, slippery so Stairs, slippery is, stairs is squished into a bloody puddle of goop and shit. And uh, the door to the the door to the room momentarily reappears and his twin brother <laughs> Sl sloppery stairs come crawling through doesn't he make death saves and shit no if he if the damage <laughs> eclipses my my max health going negative i'm dead <laughs> your new character is sloppery stairs and he has the exact same stats and hit points that you had before you got murdered hi everybody i'm sloppery stairs slippery stairs you brother. don't have your your wand <laughs> uh the wand is on the ground next to him um Next to the sloppery stairs, sloppery stairs picks up the wand and puts it in his pocket. And and the one million ants uh, crawl back into the crevices. And, Fuck you, uh, ants! That was weird. Yeah, Benji, can't you use that spell on top of another spell? No, like if it, you... it uses up an action. And uh, Kier Bravin, I need you to make a. Um... God, that was that was amazing. I need you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. And you said dexterity? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so the rock comes falling down, and you actually dodge it and don't take any damage, and you're so happy you're doing a little jig, and you uh, stub your toe on it and take three points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. You got a really weak toe. And it's your turn. All right. <laughs> Should and I try the wave? You guys should all give up. Because you're so weak. Ha, ha, ha. So you're 20 feet away. Do you want to move closer? And you're also still prone. Um, I'll get up with half my action. Okay. Um, and move forward 15 feet. Sure. <laughs> okay. So you're five feet away from this biatch. All right. Um, I use burning hands. <laughs> okay. All right, Benji, what's that? <clears throat> Burning hands, uh, whatever you're attacking has to make a dexterity saving throw of 14 or 4 because it's a 13 and tie goes to the runner. Okay. So I need to do what? Make you need a, to make a dexterity saving throw that is either a 14 or higher to dodge what? that. Nope. She does not dodge. Okay. Take 3d6 three, three damage. Okay. So you, roll. you got it. 
And this is you're attacking her. Yeah, that's okay. ten. Okay. Essentially burning the desk. Uh, she's starting to look like she's pretty hurt, and I believe it is a slippery, sloppery stairs turn. Sloppery stairs is gonna chuck a fucking fireball to this bitch that's just <laughs> killed his twin brother. <laughs> okay. This is for slippery stairs. <laughs> so 16 to hit. Oh, it hits. That is seven damage. Okay. Yeah, she is mega not looking too good. She's like shaking and bloody and everything, and she's uh smearing blood on her parchment as she as she, as she moves, and it is uh Rock E. Hubbard's turn. Alright, um uh, I think I'm just gonna look at the rest unstable. Oh shit. I think I'm going to look at the rest of the raid party and shrug and then turn back <laughs> to her with my sword <laughs> and give her one <laughs> one good lunge in the stomach. Yeah. Hell yes. Okay. Um Hell yes. and I'm gonna go overboard here too, so let me hit first. Good, okay, cool. Um, longsword is a 13 to hit. Just barely. Oh. Alright. Um, so I'm going to do Divine Smite as well, which when you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage to the target. Okay. Plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than first, which doesn't matter because I'm only level one spell. Gotcha. So Again. It's a lot of damage, I think. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll your damage. Well, I did five damage with the sword, which okay. is probably enough. Let's see and what your I radiant to damage do is, too. One to deal 2d8. Let me find... So, 14 total. Okay. Um, describe how you kill her. Um, so, when the sword goes into her, mm -hmm. there's a, a little tiny light. starts in the center, and it slowly expands until she's not there anymore. Okay. And uh, she's shaking as uh, this light emits from her abdomen and spreads outward and with her last couple moments, she scribbles something down and she goes, you could have just took the paper or burned the paper. <sighs> and she uh, evaporates. And then uh, she reappears right next to you and she looks okay. And she says, damn, I don't get paid enough for this shit. And I don't care anymore if this room is finished or not. So uh, fuck you guys, I'm going home. But and... I put a 15 foot cone of fire in front of her and that didn't burn the paper. No, she was hunched over. He, he makes a valid point here, but yeah, ma ma I, I said take the paper. Not it was uh, non-flammable. You said paper. burn. You said burn. Flame retardant okay, paper well, uh, is what it was. Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and uh, yeah, so she just disappears, and the all the doors uh, return to their original location, and you guys have bested the whatever the fuck this room is called.
I pick up the pen. Okay, you have a nice, dude, it is a nice fucking pen. Like, you could just write for days, and you That's would never cool. get a hand cramp. My next move was going to be um, to use the pen that I had to uh, write something on the paper, but um, I'll take the new pen because I had a pen before, so I'll leave my You're leaving your pen behind? Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you take the pen. You got it is seriously the nicest fucking pen ever. Um, and you notice, you know, there's a uh, one of the drawers in the desk is slightly ajar. Um, but that's it. If you guys want to take a peek drawer. in there, okay. <laughs> uh, you find a bottle of scotch and a packet of cigarettes. Sweet, I love scotch. Uh, Those are yours. Uh, Sloppery stairs takes the cigarettes. Deal. Sloppery stairs is across the room. I'll. I'll pick up the the pack for slappery stairs to take okay cool and i, I yeah, take, take one and put it in my ear though fucking dope <laughs> man you look cool as fuck with your fucking pen behind one ear and your cigarette behind the other Ooh, buddy all right you guys have successfully cleared this room um there are three doors uh, uh aside from the one you came in for in from and let's just say there's one on the left one in the middle and one on the right and you can pick whichever one you want. Um, can we do a perception check to see if we hear anything from the doors? You absolutely can. And there's a lot of these uh, spaces. Um, yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. All right, what modifier would I use for that? I think that's uh, an intelligence. No, wait, wait, no. Intelligence no, no it's, a, it's a wisdom, I believe. Wisdom. Perception is wisdom, yeah. Alright, that's gonna be a 10. A 10? Do you guys uh, all want to make perception checks? Because that one's not gonna get him much. Yeah. I just got a 15. A 15? Um, okay, that is uh, enough to really get a good grasp on what is going on. Yeah, because I got a 3. Let's see. Um... Uh, so through the door on the left, you hear, uh, you know, it sounds super far away, but you can just faintly hear some grunts and some some uh, exchanged noises that appear to be coming from multiple creatures. Um, from the door in the middle, um, you uh, hear uh, what sounds like a crowd of groans, um, groans from many sources. Um, and from the room on the right, you don't hear it's anything. Gross. Sexual. Uh, could be. <laughs> um, and from the room on the right, you get the uh, the aroma of some kind of uh, something pungent uh, that smells good. It smells like something you would definitely want to put on sandwiches. Um, you know, as like a uh, some kind of green condiment. Can um, I smell it over my cherry pie? I'd say, dude, maybe it's another stone. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, y you can smell it, uh, and it combines and melds with the cherry pie, and they don't really go well together. Okay. That shit stinks. Pick a room, <laughs> bitches. Anything else? Uh, nope. My vote is the groans. Yeah, let's go in there. To the groans. Let's check that. Let's check that out. Yeah, let's check that. Okay, let's see what happens in the groans. Um, yeah, so 
Slappery stairs kicks a, the fucking door up and you, walks in. You you hear you hear. Help! Help! I throw a firebolt to the first fucking noise I hear. Hmm. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm gonna describe. Uh, you're you're not in the room yet, so let's let's. I don't say gotta you be to... in the room. <laughs> let's. Uh... It's always starts blasting. I'm gonna let you throw a fireball. So you you've already committed to throwing a fireball, but as soon as you throw the door open, this is what you uh, perceive. Okay, it stinks like old hamburger meat in here. Before you can come to appreciate the delicate bouquet, you see five zombies hunched over another rotting-looking figure in a plush-ass chair. It looks like the zombies are gesturing gesturing accusingly at the figure, which appears to be tied up. You miss a lot of the nuance of the zombie debate, though, since they're just grunting and moaning. If you wanted this room to be weirder, you're in luck, because these zombies have no butts. Um... There is a different uh, figure in the middle of the room. Uh, hmm. So, yeah. Uh, let me see. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. You are going to get an attack on these five zombies first. So, go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, well, fireball only targets one. Um, can Ooh. I can I alter that to uh, burning hands now, or have I already committed to firebolt? I I'll let you I'll let you take it back <clears throat> altogether, and I'll give you more information, and then you can re-evaluate what you want to do. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so uh, it turns out there's this creature in the middle that the five zombies are accusing. Like you can perceive that they're accusing him of eating their butts, and he swears he didn't. Um, and he swears it was uh, that the, the butts were stolen by a giant butt-shaped mountain in a previous room. Oh shit! Um, you think you know what he's talking about? Uh, but the zombies have really bad memories, which is why they've forgotten. Um, the zombies okay, turn towards your party, and the ghoul in the chair calls out, "Help! I know I'm a ghoul, uh, but this could easily be my thing, but it isn't. The zombies think I ain't their butts, but I swear I didn't. Help me, please." Uh, and the ghoul, uh, you know, is imploring you guys to go find their butts and prove his innocence. Hey, hey Colin, you want to make sure this guy's good or evil? I say that to Colin and Gamer. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I would like to use my divine sense and detect whether he's good or evil. I, I think it's safe to assume he's undead. Yeah. Um, so. Or a fiend. He is driven by an insatiable hunger for human flesh. Oh, that's not good. Hey. I'm human. That's that's the vibe you're getting. Oh. Looks down at my own human flesh. <laughs> he kind of like gets a sniff, and his eyes get bigger as he looks at you. Um. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that burning hands now. I think. Are you going to? I was gonna give him a persuasion check to see what's in it for us. Uh, okay, go ahead and do that first. So I'm I'm hoping persuade him persuade him to give us give us something in return for help. So uh, the ghoul says, uh, so this thing I'm sitting on is like super valuable. <laughs> Get it? Like a butt. But seriously, guys, it's under my butt. I'll give you a really cool treasure if you save me. I want to try to persuade him to tell us what it is. 
Uh, okay. Do a uh, persuasion check. It's a fifteen. Uh, yeah, he says it's it's a ring that I think uh, uh, makes you tougher or something. I can't really wear it, but you know. Nope. Mm. <laughs> Turns us into Ooh, stone. No. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's an iffy thing. Um, <laughs> it sounds like another. The, zo- the zombies are looking like at you, like, you guys like, hey, wh- have we seen you guys before? Did you, did you steal our butts? All right, guys. Uh, show of hands. Should I burn these motherfuckers to a crisp? Guys, guys, this guy. I raised both my hands. This guy uh, stole our butts, I think. Or what? Maybe they. I send them the peace sign while Benji's fired up. To... <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm burning hands. All these motherfuckers. Oh, you can you can hit them all. Oh, it's a cone, right? The cone of 15 feet. Okay. Fucking Let's roll. Go. Uh, you have to roll. Dexterity saving throw 14 or higher. Um, okay, I'm going to roll for all of them at once. Okay. They got a 12. All right, let's get to damaging these motherfuckers. Oof. Oh, wow. Did they take... Did they do... They might take double damage. They take 12 damage base. If what? they take double, they take 24. <laughs> um, how do I... Know? Oh, no, that's... I'm sorry. I'm looking at ghoul, the ghoul stats. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Well, I recording now. <laughs> I don't know how much we missed. When did we stop that? But, yeah, Blossom oh, of Fire, they're all dead, and the ghoul is... And then the ghoul died, and we kind of corrected that, but we could, we'll could, we continue it as everything's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, the ghoul's, the ghoul's still alive with 10 hit points. And, oh, well, no. An undisclosed amount of hit points. <laughs> Oops. And, uh, and there's one zombie left with one hit health, because Benji okay. burned the crap out of all of them. Yeah, it's and my it's turn. Colin's turn. Um, are they pretty far into the room, or are we pretty close to them? Fifteen feet. 15 All right. Feet. Well, I'll, I'll move up to them, and yep, we'll give them the the good chop with the long sword. The, the, <laughs> the old one, one two. Nice. Big, big impaling guys. So, <laughs> nice. uh, twenty four on my hit, and and that damage is a sweet <laughs> four. So. Yeah, it kills him. How um, do you do it? Yeah. Chop his butt off. <laughs> I chop his butt off. Yes. His butt yeah. is already gone. His butt is already gone. Chop his back into another butt, then chop that <laughs> off. Fine carve another butt into him, and then chop that off. Fucking sick. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so it's just you guys and the ghoul. Uh, we're going to say you're not in combat. I mean, he's tied up, so you can just decide whether you want to finish him or what you want to do. This it's up to Kier Brown at this point. He's next. And the ghoul says, "Hey, thanks, guys. Just let me go, maybe. Thanks." Um, I ask him, "What will I get if I let you go?" You get this thing I'm sitting on, man. I told you, it's super cool. All right, well, give it to me. I'm all tied up. Oh, I'm killing you. <laughs> well, that seems like a mistake, but okay. And he sticks his neck out for you to slice. All right, what? What information can you give me about the next room? Hmm. The ghoul says, well, if you let me go, I could probably, you know, fly through there and report back. No. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's uh, room uh, number 16. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can you tell me anything else about the place that we're in? 
Uh, it looks like a dungeon. It's real dark and damp and hard to see stuff. <laughs> Unless you're a ghoul, I can fly through walls and tell you stuff. I don't know if ghouls can do that. You should let me go. <laughs> <laughs> seems, seems legit. All right, I am going to use Ray of Frost on this guy. <laughs> okay, you kill him. How do you do it? Uh, I freeze him in a way that gets him off of the thing that I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes total sense. That happens, and you see a small ring box uh, concealed beneath where his uh, ghoulish butt once sat. All right, I pick it up. <laughs> It disintegrates into uh, nothing. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and then slowly, uh, the dust reforms into a ring of protection. Oh, cool. What does that do? Which I don't know what th- I don't know what that does. I think it gives you plus something to AC. I think yeah. Um, we can find out here real quick. Hold on. Yeah. Equipment. <clears throat> Manage equipment. Uh, ring. Let's see here. Ring. Of protection. Ring of protection, you gain plus one bonus to AC and saving throws while wearing this ring. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's a door on the uh, far side of the room. All right, well, let's go for that door, I guess. Yeah. So I guess you guys walk in. Sure. I'm at in the it. Center, at the center of this room floats a tiny orb of energy that lights up the area. The room has two other doors. And that's it. That's it. You guys all all in the room? I am. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Uh, when the last of you enters the room, the door you all came through suddenly slams shut. Um, the door you came through and the other doors are no longer alone. All the walls are suddenly covered with identical doors, 12 in all. Weirdly, you're no longer sure which door you came through to get here. Can I make an arcana check on the orb? Sure. It's an 18. Okay. Um, you tell that it's a uh, room, uh, it's a, it's an orb that is solely there to produce light. Um, but you also can tell um, that the 12, uh, the 12 doors, not all that they would a- appear to be. I mean, they're, they're clearly, clearly magical. And you get the idea that um, some of them might not lead uh, to... Okay. Uh, how big is the room? room? How big is the room? Let me see. It is. Let's see. Fifteen feet in diameter. With uh, doors along the walls. Okay. Um. So I have a spell called Detect Magic, and it outlines basically everything that's magic will have a magical aura around it. And, okay. and you said that there's like 12 doors. Yeah, there's 12 doors, yep. The aura, well, I see one that won't have an aura around <laughs> I guess, what do I see if I cast that spell? Are you? Did you cast it? Yeah. Okay, uh, you see that all 12 doors are uh, enveloped in, a, uh, in an aura. Okay. They're all magical. Just thought I might try and... Do I see anything else in the room, magical or otherwise, that isn't the doors or anything? I mean, you see the light, but you can tell it's it's just there for illumination. Okay. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't know what. Hmm, uh, I guess we should just start opening doors. Okay. Just, I'm gonna just go into one door. I'm just gonna start fucking at at twelve o'clock. Start opening okay. doors. So you walk across the room and go into uh, the door opposite. Uh, you know where you think you came in from, although you're not sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, you open the door and you all go through, and it is an identical room, um, but there's something uh, something a bit different here. You can feel a rumbling in all of your pockets as uh, in your coin pouches to be precise. And uh, you hear a little bit of, hey, what the, what the, what the fuck is this shit? What, what's going on here? I didn't go in this pouch. My money is talking. I don't know. You want to look? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at my money. Okay. Uh, the coins all have faces, and they are very angry with you. And they say, hey, man, I, I uh, you know, I don't appreciate being traded <laughs> and hoarded as property. You know, I'm a coin, and I, I, I just, I don't think it's right. And this is just not fair to me. I, I mean, take me back, you know, to the coin house that I live in and leave me alone. I look at Kier Bravin and uh, Rocky Hubbard and I say, uh, why the fuck are my schmeckles talking to me? <laughs> so this happened when we came through the door. We should go through another door. Maybe these fucking schmeckles will quit talking. Yeah, why don't you fucking just leave us here where we can get on with our lives and rest? I, I ain't leaving my goddamn schmeckles. My schmeckles I, go I'm with not, me everywhere I go. I'm not your property, you piece of shit. I'm a, I'm a coin. I'm a real coin. Eat my ass, Schmeckle. You're going with me. I, if I had any arms and legs, I'd do something painful to you. Well, you don't, you fuckwad. Let's go. I, hey, I got some buddies who are ants. You want to step on one and see what happens? Fuck you. That's too soon, man. <laughs> That's too soon. Okay, what do you guys do? The coins are getting pretty pretty rowdy, but, you know, they don't have any arms or legs or anything. They're yeah, just they can't do shit. shit. Hey, you guys are stupid assholes. Screw you guys. Motherfuckers. Okay, we go to another door. Yep. I let one of you guys pick the next door at. So, which what's up? Which door are we going through? Is there any like numbers on the door? Nope. All blank. All blank. Does anyone one of them scream room (laughs) sixteen? Uh, the the floor has a sixteen on it. All right, this one. Oh shit, we're in it. <laughs> oh shit. Does anyone scream? One of them scream room seventeen. <laughs> Just any curiosity. <laughs> uh, there's no no de- determination. You just they're just all the same. <laughs> no matter what you try. <clears throat> if I were you, I'd just go through another door. You hear you hear a godly voice say, "Pick another door, door, you fucks. This is taking too long." I picked door three. <laughs> All right, you go into door three. Let's see what happens. Um, you guys walk through, and uh, <laughs> you guys are overwhelmed by the certainty that squirrels do not control this dimension. You are positive that squirrels are not in control. Okay, you know it in your heart. Every fiber of your beings, you know, the squirrels do not control you here. Everything else about the room is identical. 
Okay. Um, Should we do a perception check or anything? <laughs> like to see if we see anything about the doors? Nah, man. Fuck that shit. Pick another door. Door number one. That's good. Door number one. Okay, you guys go through. It's identical. Um, but, you know, there's just something about it. It uh, smells like licorice. Everything. It's overwhelming, and you guys can barely breathe. It's it's, it's too much. All right. I, Everything else is the same. I take my ruby that smells like cherry pie and put it by my nose. Good. You are. You no longer smell licorice. Uh, uh, Sloppery Sloppery stairs really loves the smell of licorice, so I start licking the fucking floor. Uh, okay. You do that. Door number five. Uh, yeah, let's go to door five. Nice. Door five. Okay. Um, let's see what happens. Uh, you walk in and you hear. And it's continuous. Just well, this is fucking annoying. Uh, door number six. <laughs> you, guys, you guys go through the door. <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, and uh, you go through the door. Everything's the same. And you realize that uh, all of your hair is like growing really fast. <laughs> like it's. Just growing incredibly fast. Door number five again. <laughs> okay. You go back through door number five and you find yourself in a new room where everything appears to be back to normal. What the fuck? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. At least my fucking schmeckles ain't talking to me no more. Hey, fuck you. We're still, we can still hear you. No, no, they can't. No, they can't. I can't hear you.